Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events. Pop culture. Things we love. Things we don't. All slathered in gobs of laughter. And all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. This is Darcy. And this is Kelly. Thanks for joining us. Today's show is called Don't, Don't Pet, Pet Our, Our Peeves. <laughs> so we're going to talk about those little things that annoy you. Nothing big. We did a whole uh, etiquette show. So this is nothing big. Little bitch fest. Yeah, it's a little bitch fest. And <laughs> Mini this, bitch fest. This has got to be interactive, folks. You've got to let oh, us know please. what yours are. Definitely. And we'll give a shout out to any that we don't talk about that you and we both say, oh, my God, yes. So please let Indeed. us know on Facebook what your pet peeves yeah. are. Why don't you go ahead and start because you have a whole list. I do. And um, <laughs> I'm rubbing off on her, guys. It's so funny because I'm such a dork that most of mine are grammar related or language ah. related. And I know you're all saying, well, you're not the you know, you're not a cunning linguist, Kelly. <laughs> She is very well read. She knows her grammar. Um, but one thing that drives me freaking nuts is when people say new initiative. An initiative in and of itself is new. Because if oh. it was an old initiative, it would have already been instated. So okay. when people say this is a new initiative, it's a whole new initiative. Okay. Initiative okay. in and of itself means that. So that's an oxymoron. Correct. Like jumbo shrimp. And very unique. <laughs> Very unique, Very unique, and you hear people say it all the time because unique cannot be quantified. Okay. Unique means it's one of a kind. Yes. So when you say it's very one of yeah, a kind, redundant. But so, people but do that all the time. But if you say so unique, that's is fine. that okay? All right. Because I tend to, I think that's what I tend to. Yeah. Say you know, saying. Well, I think that's okay. Yeah, or yeah, the utmost unique or whatever. But yeah, mm. I think. But very unique. <laughs> um, I'm sorry again. Please, if you're like Kelly, get, and, and uh, to be fair, I understand that correcting grammar and correcting punctuation and stuff these days is very um, white privileged. Imperialist. And it's very yeah. imperialist, and I get that. We're, these are just pet mm -hmm. peeves. Yeah. And if you're in a Zoom meeting with me, and there are a couple people who know <laughs> me, and they will look at me and smile when I also hear at the end of the day, and I tend to say it, but when people say at the end of the day, this is what we should do. I feel like that's oh, overused. You don't like, yeah, I, I am guilty I, of that. I do too, and I'm trying not to, but, and then the other thing in meetings all the time is we're gonna circle back on that. Okay. <laughs> that reminded me of a transcript I was doing once because my side hustle is transcribing things. And there was this one that drove me crazy. It was a seminar on something. And she kept saying, what are the key takeaways? She kept saying key takeaways to the point where after three hours of this, I wanted to bludgeon right. her Say with key a key takeaways takeaway. one more effing time. And yeah. so it's like, I, I, I get a, a twitch now whenever I hear somebody use that phrase. I just can't stand it anymore. See, that's exactly... Yeah. Because, I mean, piggyback is not a bad thing in and of itself. Probably in and of itself. People are like, I can't stand in and of itself. Um, 
So that's another one. And um, okay, so uh, <laughs> um, ATM machine. The yes. M in ATM is machine. For machine. So you're saying automatic, automatic teller machine machine. machine. <laughs> and the same thing goes for pin number. It's mm -hmm. personal identification number number. Yep. Those things don't bother me. I know that I know that's a, a thing. You know what I mean? I know that's what they are. And so I just kind of, for some reason, I'd kind of let those go. But you're right. It's stupid. It's dumb. Well, and that's when... <laughs> When we, you know, back when we were talking about WMDs, um, weapons of mass destructions. No, it's weapons of mass destruction. It's not oh, WMDs. That's it's a WMD. big thing for me. Is when they they say my father-in-laws or right. my when they it's it's fathers in law if there's more than one of them. It's not there's not many laws. There's many fathers, and it drives me. Freaking sister-in-laws, brother-in-laws. Right, you know, instead that kind of, of sisters-in-law. Sisters-in-law, brothers-in-law. And I feel like spoonsful instead of, instead of spoonfuls. Yeah. I never thought about that. I guess I don't really use the word spoonful that often. So. <laughs> or at least more than or, once, yeah, right? right? Spoonsful, um, interesting. I didn't think about that. Okay, and this, this kind of crosses over from when we did our etiquette show, but... Man, and it's getting worse. It's getting worse every day. People who don't say thank you when you do common courtesies, like yeah. let them in front of you. Yeah. Um, or, or the wave. Open it, you the just door. wave if somebody, you know. Or if you hold the door open for someone yeah. or and just don't acknowledge it and walk through. Mm-hmm. Totally. That bugs the shit out of me. I me too. Just... Yeah. Last night I was walking into a little convenience store and... Um, somebody was coming out at the same time. It was a guy coming out and I actually held the door for him because my feeling is if somebody is coming out of a place, you let them go before you go in. Absolutely. You know, and so... Same with an elevator. Yeah, ex especially Ooh. with an elevator. Ooh. But this guy was he just looked me in the eye and he goes, thanks, ma'am. <laughs> I was like, you're welcome, sir. And he was just appreciative. Like he was like, surprised, you know. Well, that's nice. But yeah. The ma'am thing. Even mm. though I am a ma'am, I'm 56. <laughs> yeah, I am I a ma'am, but that would have been like. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any makeup miss. on last night, still so. Still miss. I don't know. <laughs> it's not still miss. Um, okay, and this is probably just a fat girl thing, but restaurants who have no other options of chairs that oh, except chairs that have arms. Yeah. And it's not just for us. Mm -hmm. People who are in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, they have to be able to swing their legs around and get up and down. So it's not, it's an ableist thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It yeah, definitely. When people don't have other options than just armed chairs. Agreed. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we'll talk about other stuff, but this really, or wait, really. Or their only seating is bar stools. Oh yeah. My they back. High my tables, back high <laughs> stools. <laughs> yeah. I can't get up on that crap anymore. I'm not. Remember 19. when we could? We used to go to happy hour and sit on bar stools for like five hours. Yep. yep. Um, now I'm like, if I got up on this thing, I am here for the long haul. Kids. Right. And somebody's <laughs> hoisting me off. Like there's. Yep, and be... I am not going to the bathroom. I'm just going to be a camel and <laughs> hold you know, it till I die. Um, so on Facebook, I belong to this group called Traveling While Fat, and oh, it's great because I'm in that there's too. A, yeah. 
I think uh, we t- you yeah. posted something about Southwest, and I was going to say yep. the one the person she's talking about is me who had to pay for the second seat, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get in that. But um, so there was a thread today about uh, is it comfortable to use the bathroom on an airplane? No, not for anybody. Right. I don't think it's comfortable for skinny people. Well, and, <laughs> you know. and that's kind of what it was. But y'all, if you have thin privilege, let me tell you, there were probably 90 comments on this thread. 80 of them were, I stopped drinking the day before I go on a flight and I don't eat the day before I go on a flight. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay. People are dehydrating themselves and starving the themselves to not have to. To not have to use the bathroom. Wow. That is not right. I'm no. sorry. And this is just, this wasn't even on my list. But, so these women are like, so at like six o'clock the night before I know I'm going on a long flight, I stop drinking and then I don't eat until I, I don't eat up and after like two hours before my flight. I go to the bathroom bef- at the airport before I get on, and then I'll hydrate and eat when I get off the airplane. But people are like starving and dehydrating themselves so they don't have to use an airplane bathroom. So is that the answer? I don't think wow. so. I, that's the first I've heard of that. I mean, I haven't flown in a long time, especially because pandemic, but... Um, yeah, I've never done that to myself. I've definitely made sure I go to the bathroom before I have to get on the plane. Of course. But I've not gone a 24-hour period without eating or drinking so that yeah. I don't have no, to these, do it. Yeah, no, these women were like, and then do My this goodness. and walk in backwards and make sure you do this and make sure... You... There's like a 20-bullet point list of things you have to do as a fat person to go to the bathroom on an airplane. Wow. I just don't know that that's... Walk in backwards. Yeah. Don't go forward because you're not going to be able to turn around once you get in there. Wow. Now, and it's I've just never... getting smaller and smaller. I've gone yeah. a couple times and I'm uh-huh. a big, I'm, I'm a big woman and I've gone, I've never, I mean, it's not comfortable for yeah. sure. I've never not been able to turn around. It's been a very precarious turnaround, but I've been able to turn around. So, um, I'm thinking these people are probably larger than me if they can't turn around in there, but, and I'm not judging that, but of course I didn't but, make me think, I guess I didn't even me, I guess I'm chubby privilege <laughs> though. I'm definitely a fat person, but I guess if I couldn't turn around in a bathroom, wow. Um, wow. But that was like, that was just like such an eye opener to me that people will like, that's crazy. Pants. Yeah. Dehydrate and not eat for a day ahead of time. So they, God forbid, they have to use the bathroom on an airplane. Yeah. Airlines, you need to do better. And it's getting worse. It's not getting of better at all. It it's getting worse. And it's, it's just as bad for tall people too. You know, it's like. Absolutely. It or wide shoulders. Mm-hmm. People yeah. who are not even fat, but are just like muscle guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand. Yeah. But again, um, so we were going to uh, Darcy's sister's. No, this. Yeah. No, it was our friend Marie's wedding. Yes. And we were flying Southwest and they pulled me over and said, um, you need to purchase a second seat. <laughs> and <laughs> meanwhile, what y'all should know is that Kelly and I wear the same size. I very often raid her closet when I am desperate to look cuter than anything I have. So the fact that they took her aside because she's taller than me. That's the only thing I can think of is that they assumed she was bigger just because she was also taller. 
But we were the same size and they didn't ask me to buy a second seat that day. And we would have sat together. We would have lifted the arm. Oh, we were going to have one of the twins yes. between us. And we, we were going to be fine. Yeah, we had friends who had twin daughters who we were both very, who knew us very well. And we had a plan. We were going to have one twin in between their parents and one twin in between. Right. So Kelly we could lift the arms. Everybody would have been perfectly comfortable. And the girls were little and would didn't mind us being all up in their grill anyway, you know, because. Yeah. They cuddled and I mean, with us. And, and I mean, thank God at that point, and I had enough on a credit card to buy a second ticket. Mm -hmm. And I, they did refund it. Mm -hmm. I think I didn't end up getting it because I think it expired or whatever. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, that wasn't embarrassing at all. But since then, and I was South ready to throw it down. I was I ready to have a fit. And you're like, don't cause a scene. Well, because it was <laughs> like, like we're all together. We're going yeah. to a happy occasion. Um, but mm -hmm. once I got the piece of paper, and man, that's great. Now Southwest has a customer of size policy that you could, if you go early, you could get early um, boarding and you get a piece of paper that you lie on the seat between you and you're like, mm -hmm. this seat is taken. Um, but I've also had people say, can I sit there? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, you can't have it both ways. You can't make me pay for two seats and, and then want have my somebody seat. sit there. No, yeah, no. No, that's Absolutely not going to happen. Not. Yeah. No, I paid for this seat and I'm using all the room. Yeah, even if I'm going to, I'm going to manspread, even if I don't have yeah. junk. It ended up being a pleasant flight for us because we had nobody in between us. It was great. And it was, you know, except for the canned water. <laughs> <laughs> Who puts water in a can? Southwest does. Now, a lot oh. of pl places do because uh, where I work, you cannot have single use plastic. So you have oh. to, for any event that you serve water, you have to serve it in a can. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Or a box. Okay. Well, this was 10 years yeah. ago. So um, 10 and a half years ago now. Yeah. So, so wine in a, I mean, wine, <laughs> yeah. wine in a can would be Wish. fine. No water in a can. Yeah. Um, well, the interesting thing too, is like the, uh, there was a guy who was at least your size and, he and had taller huge shoulders sitting right in front of us next to something. They didn't make him buy an extra nope. seat. So that's the thing too, is that this is not only discriminatory, discriminatory, it's sorry, arbitrary. towards fat people it's Women. particularly discriminatory towards i can't say that word today but yeah this is a female thing this is a misogynistic there you go discrimination you got the too, words you know? girl yeah um well that went off on a thing <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> pet peeving yes can um, i oh here's my pet peeve yes. right now we're still in a pandemic and I went to the grocery store yesterday and no masks. There was seen. maybe two other people in the whole store, including the deli workers. Now, here's what I no. don't understand. Yes. I kind of feel like you should always have to wear um, that should be by a law, a federal law, that if you're working with food, you should have to wear a mask and put your hair up, you in know, a hair net thing. Yeah. And a hair net thing. And I know there's laws in different states about what you wear if you're a cook and stuff like that. But when I was coming up, uh, I worked a, my first table waiting job was at a Ponderosa in upstate New York. Name where I'm dropper from. you. I know, right? I don't even think any of them exist anymore. They're out of business, but it's kind of like a sizzler. If you don't know what it is, it's the, the, the cheap ass steakhouse that had a huge buffet. Salad um, bar. Yeah. Thing. You would buy, you pretty much would get the salad bar because it was better than their steaks. But, um, we used to have to have our hair up the servers, like the cooks had to have them in nets. Um, 
and the guys couldn't have any facial hair. And when we were waiting tables, all the girls had to wear their hair up and we all had hats and stuff like that. Uh, Servers guys couldn't have facial hair either. And that was the law. I don't know if it was New York state law, but I was surprised. It must have been because when I moved to Tennessee and I started going to restaurants because we didn't go to restaurants where I'm from because A, there just really weren't any at the time. And B, we were a we don't go out to eat kind of family. It just wasn't a thing. So when I started going out to eat, I was so shocked by how many servers, you know, these girls are wearing, you know, they got their long hair and it's not even pulled in a ponytail. And they're flipping it as, oh my God. And they're serving my dang food. That's a big pet peeve of mine. Waiters and servers who touch their hair. Or people brushing their hair at the table. Oh my God. I've never seen that. Like even kids are like, can I have a brush? I'm like, not at the table. No, you may not. You could take my brush into the bathroom, but you may not brush your hair at the table. My niece used to ask me all the, can I have a brush? No. No, you may not. That's so funny. It wouldn't even occur to me to brush my hair at a yeah. table in a restaurant. Or people who sit barefoot and put their feet up on the seats in a restaurant. I've never seen that. Ooh. Like oh sit crisscross Indian style on, or that's probably so on PC. Sit crisscross applesauce on a, <laughs> <laughs> on a, on a yoga style. Let's say that. It's yes. Yoga style. In lotus style in lotus with their position. bare feet. I don't think I've ever seen that happen, but I'll tell you this. When I worked at Ponderosa, we had a smoking section and we also... Which was like one like little tiny little... No, it was half the restaurant because we're no, talking gonna this say, in the 80s. No, I was going to say one little um, like divider away from the non-smoking yes. section. Yes, there, yes, there's yes, really, yes. It wasn't like a hermetically sealed. Yes, there was like one little yeah. table runner between the exactly. two sections. Yes, yeah. thank you. So uh, you did not... Peop, us as servers, we were just like, I... You got, you knew you were going to have a bad night if you had to work the smoking section because not only are smokers disgusting, <laughs> at least these smokers were, um, we, I also heavy lived smokers. in, yeah, heavy smokers. I also lived in a town that was very economically depressed and we took food stamps at this Ponderosa. Oh, wow. So we had all ahead of sorts of kinds yeah. of people in yeah. there and... Um, where I come from is that there's a lot, a lot of trailer trash. Sorry, Jesus. But yeah, just a lot of, yeah. Economically down on their luck. Economically, yeah. And, um, not necessarily well-educated. And we also, the next county over had the highest rate of incest in all of New York state. So yeah, there were probably some, I'm from, I'm from the armpit of the world basically. And I remember one time cleaning up after a big party of 12 they'd come in at five till four because the lunch special went to four and then it switched over to the dinner food that went on the Mm -hmm. so they filled up you know like this big old party of 12 and not only did these people put out their cigarette butts in their food on their plates Um, but they had little children with them. So there was a big mess under the table, but the worst thing was they left a dirty diaper on the table for me. Somebody changed table on uh, the table. They changed a baby's diaper on a table in the middle of a restaurant. I'm going to throw up right now and I'm not even, I literally, I went to my manager and I said, I am not quitting. You don't pay me enough for this. And he actually went out there and took care of the diaper himself. 
And it was like, this was the kind of crap that we had to, we never knew what was going to happen in the smoking wow. section. Wow. <laughs> I remember like oh. being on an airplane and like literally the smoking section was like just one row behind the seat that you were See, sitting I, in. That was gone before you flew. I ever flew. Yeah. yeah. So I never flew on a plane that had smoking. Um, but, you know, talk about dirty diapers. I remember I was managing a really, really upscale bookstore in the Beverly Center. Brentano's and it was like a 10,000 square foot big box store and we had this really cool children's nook with like little tables and chairs for the kids to sit in first of all at the end of the day it was such a mess because the parents would just let the kids tear out the shelves and the literal end of the day not the figurative right right? (laughs) (laughs) I drew it back yes you did you did a call back Um, this was like at 10 o'clock when we were closing and the Mm -hmm. kids section was disaster, but there were multiple times either there was vomit or Mm. there were dirty diapers in the kids Mm -hmm. section. Mm. Just these mothers were like, uh, uh, I'm not gonna, uh, I just gonna change them here. But I don't understand that. I don't either. You just ate dinner and now you're going to leave a poopy diaper. I mean, really? Other pet peeve is... cleaning the bathrooms at the end of the night, the women's bathroom was by far more disgusting than the men. You know, I'm not even going to go into. I I hear you. But you know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. People talk about what pigs men can be. And and those little tiny like mailbox things to put all your products in are Mm. are not cutting it. Nope. Not at all. Unless, anyway, yeah. Mm. Ugh. Another pet peeve. I can go go on on with the waitressing. Seriously, if you have waited tables, then we know you have a list and you need to share these things with us. There's actually a grumpywaiter.com or website or something like that where he talks about this stuff. So my thing was you come in 10 minutes before someplace closes and you expect the the whole... We've already shut down half of the grills. You know what I mean? And to come in and bring a big party in at five till nine at Ponderosa on a Friday night. It never failed. Yep. Never failed. And you'd have to refill the, they'd get mad. Well, where's the such and such on the salad bar? Well, we packed it away because we're closing in five minutes, you know, some people don't care, (laughs) but I'll never forget this one family who didn't realize that we closed that early because that's pretty early to close on a Friday night, but it's my sleepy little hometown. Exactly. So they show up at five till nine and noticing things are missing on the bar. And they're like, and this one lady looks at me, she goes, what time do you close? And I said, like 10 minutes ago, actually. And she goes, oh my God. And so she starts going, eat fast, eat fast. Like she was concerned about it. And I appreciated her. Right. But, you know, most people were like, Oh, well, too bad. We're here now and you're going to feed us. Right, you, you let know. us in. So, yeah. 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 Um, oh, so many, so many. But um, <laughs> so another thing now, especially when prices are going up and so another thing. high. And another thing. Yay, drink. <laughs> um, when new customers get a cheaper price than, and you've been a customer mm. for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Or this whole, the cell phone thing. Come in and get a brand new iPhone for new customers. What? (laughs) 
What? I've been a customer for 15 years, and yeah. then somebody who comes off the street is getting a better mm -hmm. deal than I am. That happened to me at Sprint. I was Sprint was the first cell phone company I used when I got my very first cell phone. I was with them for like 15 years, and my bill was outrageous for like the minimum of everything. And I was paying $100 a month. And I would call and say, you guys, I can't, you got to help me. I've been a loyal customer for all these years. And they were just pretty much like, too bad. And so I finally was like, I'm, I'm just, why am I yeah. being loyal to you people, you know? And I left, I went to Cricket, and I'm very happy with Cricket service. Oh, good. I I'm get, Verizon, because I've been Verizon yeah. forever, and it's not that bad, and I still don't use all my data, so, and mm -hmm. I use a lot of data, so that's fine. Spectrum is another thing that I've Ugh. got to, I've got to gird my loins and sit on the phone with them one day <laughs> and figure out how I can lower it, because mm -hmm. it is just so high. And then I see all these Spectrum deals. If I was a business, I'd get it for 20 bucks a month, but yeah. because I'm not a business, mm -hmm. I don't or know. like I'm paying, I only have internet through Spectrum because yeah. I don't have cable anymore. I stream everything. Um, and I'm paying $75 a month for just internet. And it's not even their fastest. I was going to say, and mine cuts out so much and it's horrible for work. Constant when I'm buffering, on a Zoom when I'm thing watching, and I have yep. to turn off my camera because I'm using too much bandwidth. Mm -hmm. In a Zoomie, I, that may not even be the right term, but I know that I, it gets faster if I turn off my camera on Zoom. So I do that a lot. I will, my phone will lose internet connection walking from my living room into my bedroom. <laughs> Seriously, when I go to bed at night, I pull up my phone and you have no internet connection. I'm like, the modem is 50 feet away, max. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I'm just, I'm so tired if of it. If you go back into settings and then click back on, will it be okay? Because sometimes I just I, have to go back on. Sometimes I turn it on airplane mode, which one of your exes taught me. He said, when you're having trouble, he goes, you just need to shut it off and then it'll connect with the nearest cell tower. It's just not connecting with the nearest cell tower. So I'll try that and that sometimes helps. Sometimes I have to shut down and restart. I'm glad altogether. you got something helpful from one of my next exes. <laughs> nice. Well, that was it because he was mean to me later for no oh, reason. Oh, that ex. That ex. That, the good ex. I still have my favorite bed that he bought me. So yay. Oh, uh, oh the bad ex. <laughs> I had a dream about him the other night. It was a weird dream about the bad ex. Oh, no. Um, so one of the reasons I pay so much for, and I'm, you can't see me in the studio because I'm pointing at my television, mm -hmm. um, is I have the Dodgers on there. Mm. So I feel like I just have to say, you know what? You love the Dodgers, but Mm -hmm. Is it worth $150 extra a month to yeah. get? I don't know. There might be some of these, you might check with Sling. They might have, and by the way, you're welcome for all of these uh, advertisements we're giving you for free. Companies. I know, we're not getting anything. <laughs> right, Even we don't for get our nothing. things we love, we've got to start monetizing that. We have to figure it out. Anybody knows how to help us do that, please chime in. Well, on TikTok, we every other thing is, let me show you how to make money off of yeah, products. Yeah, I should pay attention to those. But yeah. <laughs> my, I'm going to uh, have a million followers on TikTok, and then I'm going to sell T-shirts that say the grumpy vocal coach rinsed me or something like that. Perfect. I'm going to sell merchandise. You heard it here first. I'm going to have merch. But um, I think Sling, there are a couple streaming options where they have sports packages I'll that might be check. worth it. Well, who doesn't want a good sports package? Me. <laughs> no, I was making a dirty joke. I always like a sports package. Uh, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll take that sports package. That's for sure. But uh, So, folks, what are your pet peeves? We know you got them. Tell us. Um and I know we have more, like 
Should we talk about guys? <laughs> sure. Let's talk about guys. Dating peeves. We could do a whole thing on that. Well, my, my big thing right now, and my sister and I were talking about this the other day, is mansplaining. Mm. Um, and actually, another friend of mine was talk- were talking about this the other day, about um, especially people who ex- uh, mansplain what you do for a living. Mm. When you explain to them, well, here's what I did. Oh, I know, because this and that. And I'm like, right, that's what I do for a living. <laughs> right, but you know what you should... As soon as somebody says, but you know what you should yeah. do... Yeah. Um, yeah, mansplaining is a big thing mm. for me. It's like, for well, me? here's the thing. Well, don't talk to me in that voice, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You were I don't have a lot thing. of mansplaining, fortunately. Most of the guys I'm, that come into contact with are my students. So they don't get the chance to mansplain because I'm the boss in that situation, you know. But I did have my first hater on TikTok Woo-hoo. who... Uh, basically questioned, he, he accused me of not being able, he didn't, I'm not having anything to back up my opinion. Oh honey, you don't even know. Voice coaching. And I was just like, oh, that was your biggest mistake. And I was going to light into him, but then I was like, no, this needs to be a, this is going to be a negativity free zone. Like I'm, I, I'm grumpy and I call it like I see it. Not in a drum fan way, but. No, but you're constructive. I tried, yeah, I tried to be, I'm not there to crush spirits, but I'm there to bring a little comedy to it, you know, of and course. stuff like that, but not to ever be mean. And nobody gets to come in there. This is my, this is my pet peeve. It's not even that he questioned my, my expertise. It's that this is a rampant disease in our country right now is that people are not accepting information that comes from people who are experts in their field. Correct. That's you what know? I mean about the whole mansplaining thing. Yes. You're right. I mean, you see it all the time. Like somebody said, um, uh, a woman said, uh, one of her colleagues said, well, you should really read this paper. And she's like, I wrote that paper. <laughs> I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah. Or, you know, if you really want to know yeah, I wrote more. that book. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Um, a speaker, they weren't letting her in. And they're like, I'm sorry, you have to have a pass. You'll have to leave. And she said, well, everybody else will have to leave, too, because I'm the speaker. <laughs> I'm the keynote. <laughs> yeah, or just like, it's, first of all, don't tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. You can disagree with me, and then we can have a great discussion about Because sure. there's lots of different ways to sing. And there's sometimes that I'm wrong. And yeah, if sure. somebody tells me, and I, I will own up to it. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I'm not. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's like, if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But generally, I I bring my receipts. You know what I mean? And it's like, you can't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about in my field because I started studying as a musician in the fourth grade and went all the way through college, you know, on several different instruments and my voice and now have been teaching for over a dozen years. So basically, I... No, I have spent longer in my life studying in my field of expertise than your doctor who just shoved his fingers up your prostate (laughs) went to medical school. Seriously, you're going to tell me I don't know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. You know, I can't put it any better than that. I do not think so. (laughs) And that's, that's goes for all musicians. We've been doing this longer. We've been studying what we do longer than pretty much anybody in any line of work don't come for us 
do not come. Do you hear that? Do not come for the musicians and the vocal coaches and the singers. Do not. Just don't. It, uh, well, really, it, or actually, I'm actually, again, I said I'm not opposed to disagreement and having a Civil good logical debate. Of course. Lots of different ways to sing, lots of different methods out there, and everybody's a snowflake, so my method might not work for everybody. But just don't be a jerk about it because you're butt hurt because I said about your favorite singer, this is what I would work with her on if she was in my studio. It's like, I wasn't even saying she's trash or something like that. You but know? you know what, it's funny. If you had a favorite singer, wouldn't you want them like, she's awesome, but wouldn't you want her to get better? Of course exactly. you would. And that's the thing is she's a great <laughs> singer, but I was like, I would work on this with her. You know, she, there was so a lot of tension going on. Singing. So she could keep singing right. for years and years. And people sometimes just can't separate constructive critique and advice from bullying or insulting. And it's like, you are just too sensitive. Well, and I feel like that's thou us protest too much because you're bullying, mm. they're bullying and insensitive. And we've talked about this before. We did this on our, our internet show, on our social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. Um, I just think it's so easy. Like this guy's not sitting across from you having a drink and talking to you. This guy's behind a right. keyboard going, you go, get, 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 get. And it's so easy. I was talking to my physical therapist the other day. It's so easy to just hit send and just mm -hmm. be so, so much vitriol because you're not looking the person in the eye. Right. You don't have to, you know, worry about that. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. And I almost, and here's why, I st for that reason, I stopped myself because what I wanted to say, because I went to his page and he's a singer and I listened to him sing and he wasn't bad, but he wasn't special. And what I wanted to say and literally erased it before I hit send, what I, because I'm me and I'm mean um, and I'm grumpy, <laughs> I almost said, honey, you are not a good enough singer to question my expertise right. and knowledge. But you know? I'm proud of you that you did. But I didn't. Because that's honestly taking the high road and that just proves that you're better than that. And I, I'm trying because I, I do have a tendency to, when somebody comes at me, want to just verbally crush them and I, I can. I think we all do. I think, and I, I mean, I think most people do. Yeah. Um, I want to well, strike back at you. world is full of hate right now and I'm like, I don't want, I don't want that anymore. You know, I don't, want to contribute to that anymore so we have to not we have to unfuck ourselves i'm mm -hmm. sorry ding 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 mm -hmm. take a drink um absolutely because there's just so much anger there's so and and rightfully so there's a lot of anger but mm -hmm. if we don't figure out a way to where to put it and how to be kind to people mm -hmm. um if you, it needs to be righteous anger you know if you're going to be angry it needs to be for a very valid cause and you still have to not take that anger out on everybody right you know right compartmentalize it to the person who is it, mm -hmm. it is too and not generalize um if any of you listen to uh Darcy and I, a while back, were on uh, Sheena Metal's show, The Paranormal Playground. Mm -hmm. um, we and have we a link on about, our Facebook page if yeah. you missed it. You can check it out. Uh, I think I talked about, because I had just been in a meeting that we were talking about being aggressively kind and that kindness has to be like a political movement right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to become politics. Mm -hmm. You have to be it, 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 particularly kind and make that part of your politics. And I mm -hmm. truly believe that's the only way we're going to get out of this. Yeah. I posted a picture on Facebook that I 
pulled off of Twitter, uh, former President Jimmy Carter was on an airplane and was sitting in first class. And before the plane took off, he got up and shook everybody's hand on that plane. And I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Shoot. Bleh! All the feels. This is the all the feels part of the show. Um, it, everybody clapped and yeah. was crying. People were in tears and people were yeah. applauding him. And I just, I shared that because it was, I felt like it was necessary to honor him for all the good he's done in the world but also be it, it made me sad because I was like th- this kind of person doesn't exist in this world anymore right. when he passes he's going to be the last of his kind almost right. and the how do fact we get that, more people who who will yeah. carry that on and the sad thing we is have to that he didn't get a second term and I think it's because he was too good genuinely good and wasn't playing the game. He didn't play the game and he you know? didn't play politics. I agree. And it I makes agree. me sad because I'm like, I, I don't know. Are we ever going to, he was a unicorn among presidents Yeah, in that regard. And I just, kindness is, I don't know. It feels like it's dying sometimes, but there are people like us who are aware, you know, those of us who are aware need to, be extra, I think. That's what I'm saying. I think it needs to be, I think it, you need to politicize kindness yeah. right now. Like yeah. any other, any other political movement, kindness has to be aggressive. Mm. Yeah. I know that's, an, but you, you have to be aggressively kind. Yeah. And I'm going to really fake, try that. <laughs> and not fake kind, but just, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So what do you all think? Please tell us your pet peeves. What yes. are you going to do this week to be kinder than you need to be? Good question. Tell us that. Let for us sure. know what is your what is your go to like. Um, I always, if I see somebody who's wearing something I really like, I go up to them and tell them. <laughs> I always do. If they have great hair, I tell them they have mm. great hair. If they have whatever, I always and I remember X that we were talking about. Bad X was like, you don't have to talk to people, and I'm like. I'm looking at her hair because I love it. I don't want her to think I'm looking at it because I don't like it. You I'm going to tell her. to talk to people? Oh, yeah. It would <laughs> bug the shit out of him if I talked to people when we were out, like, to what? dinner or something. It's like, you don't have to talk to everybody, Kelly. Yeah. Shoot. There were issues. There were issues, issues. And a lot of them were mine. Because I'm like, well, I can't do any better. It was, and now I'm happily single. And I'm, guess what? I'm doing better. Um, I have my dog. I have my house. I'm fine. Uh, My apartment. Uh, Anyway. So yes, please let us know what you're going to do to be kind. And please, we want to know your pet peeves. And we're going to give you a shout out. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, last pet peeve. Please. My neighbors. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. So last night, my neighbors were fighting so loudly and so badly. It started around 5.30, early evening, and by 8.30, and I'd had a long week and a really bad day on Friday. Yeah, you said. And like I, one of those days where I, I couldn't stop crying all day because everything just compounded upon me on one day. And so all I wanted in the whole world, it was a beautiful, cool, clear, crisp night. I want to just open my windows and watch a movie and chill out and have a glass of wine and some toffee peanuts and just get myself out of my funk. And I couldn't because these mofos were fighting like we were in an Arkansas trailer park. And 
I finally ended up, I'd had an invitation from our mutual friends to come up and hang with them. And, um, and I hadn't been in a while cause I'd been sick and recovering and all this, and they'd been busy. And, and I said, you guys, I'm just in a funk. I'm not coming. But then by eight 30, I was like texting. I'm going, I'm coming after all. I can't get any peace here. I had to leave my house. Yeah. And that's and, your sanctuary that you pay yeah. good money for to yeah. have your house. And it's like, why are you, first of all, why are you staying in this toxic relationship? Pet peeve there. That's a bigger than a pet peeve really. But you know, this has been going on for years. They've been like this and really bad the last six months. And just, just stop, <laughs> just stop annoying people. Stop thinking about other, nobody but yourself. Yeah. They're clearly. Especially when you live in an apartment. Yeah. See, I get it with my people up, the, the people who live upstairs. I swear to mm-hmm. God, they're training for the Olympics and they mm. do they do floor exercises yep. with bricks on the bottom of their feet every night <laughs> above us. Yeah. Um, or they're move, they're vacuuming at midnight. I'm like, you're in an apartment right. building. What are, what you, are you doing? doing? Yeah. Or one of my neighbors has a leaf blower, a little mini leaf blower of her own. And she blows her, um, the leaves on her stairwell out that's outside that leads up to her door. And it's like, we have gardeners. Now it's not so bad. We now have new gardeners that only come once every two weeks. But for all the years I've lived there until recently, it was gardening tools every single day because yeah. we only had one guy doing it. And, and so then, he'd have to do like on, a, a, a 10 yeah. square feet at a time. Yeah, exactly. And so every single day outside my window, there was some power tool going on. So on Sundays was the one quiet day when she would pull out her mini leaf blower. I would just... Okay, so, so can upset. I just tell you, talk about a huge pet peeve and another thing. And another thing. Leaf blowers are the single <gasps> most selfish thing in the world. I agree. Because all you are doing is you are fucking blowing your leaves from your yard into mm-hmm. somebody else's. Somebody else's. And it's noisy and toxic for the person oh using it. Oh my God. Oh my God. I you just ever smell, walk I, by one of those things while they're going and smell it. It's gas. They come through my uh, front of my uh, my front of my hallway with it on. Mm. I don't know why they don't turn it off. And my my hallway for two days will smell mm. like gas out yeah. there. It's not but okay. All it's doing. Uh, uh, my drive to work when I was going in every day was through like Bel Air, and you mm. see the gardeners, and literally all they are doing is blowing it from their yard to the next yard. The <laughs> yep. next gardener is blowing it to the next yard. The next gardener, yep. and it is the single most selfish thing. It's like, I didn't want them on my yard, but yeah. Julio, can you blow them onto the next person's yard? Mm-hmm. And it's disgusting. I hate it. Okay, that's all. Those are all my, okay. I'm really done <laughs> they should now. should be outlawed. Outlawed. I thought they were. I kind of thought they were too, or something. I don't know. Maybe it's city by city or county. Or they don't enforce it because I'm telling you, every Tuesday at like 8:05, when I'm getting ready to head into my office, and I'm pointing to the next door room, that's where my office is. (laughs) um, I hear, and I smell the smell, and my Mm. dog barks. Anyway. Wow, we got a lot of pet peeves. <laughs> and now that I'm, now I'm thinking of more, now that I'm going, we need to just we'll stop do a right second here show. We'll do a, the part. We'll do a pet peeve part two where that's a lot of alliteration. We'll do a pet peeve part two when um, we have uh, audience participation. Yeah. Uh, we want to hear what you have to say. Please, please interact with us. Yes. Uh, follow us wherever you can. Mm-hmm. And another thing, TV. Um, on Facebook, uh, Darcy has Grumpy Vocal Coach on TikTok. Well, it's at Darcy Monet on TikTok. That's how you find me. 
the character is grumpy vocal coach. Yes. I'm also pro vocalist on Instagram, which is worthless. But generally, <laughs> if you Google me, you can easily stalk me. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm Kelly Comedy on Facebook with two, with two K's. K's. Um, and yeah, follow us and let us know what you think, please. Um, and comment on uh, our the where you where you're listening to our podcast. Please comment, and if you like our show, please tell mm -hmm. people about it. And if please you share. don't like it. Keep your pie hole shut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or tell us how we can improve. Yeah. Because we, we like... We might listen. We might not. <laughs> we like constructive criticism. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, thingies. Be safe, be sane. And healthy and hopeful. Thanks so much.